Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, rolling along, presented by Progressive Insurance with guests on the Goodyear Hotline. We had Chris Bosch earlier today. Obviously, tons and tons of conversation about the end of the season for LeBron and the Lakers and Anthony Davis and what does it mean and what happens now and what's for the league and all of that. And it continues here. And I want to give credit where it is due. Our producer, Nuno, is pretty good. I mention all the time that we have this Google Doc that we use for this show. We do all of our show prep on it together. And Nuno's job, and we've mocked this many times because it's eminently mockable. In theory, Nuno's job is to present me with a variety of options in a non-biased fashion of things I might want to talk about. He has taken that in the opposite direction and turned it into an art form now. The Google Doc has basically become an outlet for his opinions on things. It's an editorial page. That's basically what it is. Our Google Doc, our show Google Doc, is basically a Nuno op-ed. That's essentially (laughs) what it is. But it's pretty good. And Nuno was on it yesterday. So this is what he wrote about Game 6 Suns-Lakers. Bear in mind, he wrote this yesterday. He wrote... The Lakers being bounced in the first rounds, fe- first round feels like it would completely change the landscape of the NBA. If the Lakers are out, the Nets are not only the favorites, but will need to win the title or else this season is a failure, and LeBron will tamper with a superstar like Beal or Dame to try to get them to force a trade to L.A. Nuno wrote that yesterday. That was the headline mm. of yesterday, according to Nuno, and here we are, and that kind of is the discussion today, is... It's for the Nets, it is championship or the ultimate bust. And does Damian Lillard want out of Portland? And could he wind up being the solution for LeBron in Los Angeles? I also love how he used the word tamper to describe what LeBron would do. That's exactly how he would. Exactly how Nuno would describe it. But it is that, right? I mean, technically it's tampering. Those guys are under contract. LeBron, I mean, is laughable. (laughs) You're laughing because it is laughable. The idea that these players aren't allowed to talk to each other about coming to play together. It's humorous, but it's true. Technically, it is a rule. Technically, it is tampering. Now, again, I don't I don't think we expect that to happen. I don't expect Dame Lillard to go to L.A. He is talking about, you heard it in Christine Lisi's Sports Center there. He posted that thing on Instagram. He's talking about, openly about his frustration. And again, I would take that with some grain of salt. Like, A, it was cryptic, and B, it was posted right after this incredibly disappointing and frustrating defeat. So I'm, I'm not going to suggest that means, okay, it's official. He wants out of Portland. But I guess what I would say is I couldn't blame him if he did. I would be completely non-critical, uncritical, supportive, whatever the word I'm looking for is, of Dame Lillard, who has given that team, that organization, and that market everything he could for nine years looking up and saying, in July, I'm going to turn 31, and I want a chance to win. So where might that be? And you brought up that the Knicks might actually be, of all the teams in the NBA, one that could provide a pretty interesting trade package that Portland might like, involving R.J. Barrett as a centerpiece, along with some of the other young players they have, and then a bunch of draft picks. And the question then would just become, does Dame Willard want to come to New York? Does he have reason to believe they're closer to winning a championship than Portland. If you picked up Portland and moved them to the Eastern Conference... They'd be the fourth best team. They'd be the fourth best team. They'd be better than the Knicks, is my point. Mm -hmm. So if you put him... 
I guess what I'm saying is he wouldn't necessarily be on a better team. He would just have a better chance to win his conference. Right, but there's a real good chance that he'd have a better team because him plus Julius Randle plus the cap space that they have to bring in whomever else that third piece might be gives them a much better chance considering how much better the West is. All right, that's fair. So maybe all that winds up happening. We'll see. Uh, By the way, there's one game or one series left in round one, and tonight game six will be... Right here on ESPN Radio, coverage beginning at 8.30 Eastern, Mavs, Clippers, presented by Indeed. You know, the old adage, a playoff series doesn't start till the road team wins a game. What happens when a home team never wins a game? <laughs> they played five games. The road teams are 5-0 and in that. We'll see if the Mavericks are able to put away the Clippers. But it does bring up two other NBA matters that I wanted to consider. What is at stake for the Clippers tonight? They're a two-and-a-half-point road underdog tonight. And in my head, I keep hearing Wendy from this show last week. This series, not just when since it started, but what they were doing last week, is just heartless, gutless. Ty Lue has rings as a coach and as a player. Kawhi Leonard has two finals MVPs. Paul George has hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm telling you, this two-year span, if they get knocked out here, will put a stain on them that they will never wash off. You know, it's interesting to think about. If they lose, I'm not sure Kawhi comes back. And I'm not sure Paul George's rep ever recovers. Now, he's right. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars, and he's had a terrific career, and he'll continue to. It's not as though the league is going to turn its back on Paul George. But I would say the day and age of considering Paul George amongst the NBA's elite would be over, completely over, if it isn't already. You look at the the almost endless line of outstanding young players in the league right now, and I'm going to run down a bunch of those names for you in a few minutes. You wouldn't take Paul George over any of them. And Kawhi, he could up and go. He can go to Miami. He can go anywhere he wants. He Coming to L.A., he made it seem like he was coming home. And for him, as a kid who grew up in Southern California, it was. That doesn't mean he stays there. So this would be a disaster, an absolute, outright, utter disaster. If the Clippers get bounced tonight. So let's see what happens. The other matter to consider is what Nuno put in the document. How much pressure is there now on the Nets? With LeBron out, it feels like championship or bust. It was anyway. But if they'd lost a tough series to LeBron and Anthony Davis, maybe you would have said, okay, put them together for one more year. Let's see what happens. If they don't win it now, who is it that's beating them that you don't say to yourself, this Nets season was a bust? I don't think it exists. So those are two of the many storylines that exist out there. I will run down that list of great young players in just a moment. But first, there is something we need to get back to that we didn't yesterday. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. Bubba, come back into this conversation because, you know, we were talking about sharks earlier this week. And it all began because I said I saw a clickbait headline on Twitter that said, oh, click on here and we'll give you all the tips you need to not getting eaten by a shark this summer. And I said, well, I don't need to click on that because I got the most foolproof method of all time. I don't swim in the ocean. Not since my parents took me to see Jaws in the theater when I was seven. I, have not, I do not swim in the ocean, and that way I'm never getting eaten by a shark. And Hembo, because he's Hembo, said, well, are you afraid to use vending machines also? Because more people in America die using vending machines than get eaten by sharks, which Bubba and I both agree is ludicrous. And there's no way in the world it's accurate. And so Hembo, because he's Hembo, put together a list of other things that statistics show are more dangerous than getting eaten by sharks. 
Bob, listen to this. Greeny, do you ever get out of bed in the morning? I, I have been known to get out of bed in the morning. You are much, much likelier to die getting out of your bed on any given morning than you are to be eaten by a shark. See, okay. right. Do you sleep on the floor? What are you talking about? I, I, have, to, I have to stop you there. Mm. What does that even mean? Are there people who sleep in beds that are, are like, you know, 20 feet off the ground? Like, I get that. If you fall out of a bed, like, I, live on, I sleep on a normal-sized bed. It is whatever that is, two feet off the ground or however high that is. There is no conceivable chance I could die getting out of bed. 450 people a year die from back and neck injuries getting out of bed. Five people a year die from getting eaten by a shark. That's not right. There's, Bubba, that can't times be right. Likelier. 450 people cannot die getting out of bed. It's not possible. I, I mean, again, I'd like to see the actual newspaper article with the explanation about this. Uh, okay. Give me another one. Okay, another one. Greeny, do you like champagne? I love champagne. Do you ever open a bottle of champagne? Okay, I know where you're going with this one. You are much likelier to die with a projectile champagne cork <laughs> than you are to be eaten by a shark. All right, that one I believe. That one I actually do believe. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one? I do love champagne. Am I the only one who is scared to death when someone else is opening a bottle? <laughs> like, I'm fine opening it myself because I know I'm being super careful. You got to keep that thing in your hand. You got to be... Very careful opening a bottle of champagne. But if someone else is opening a, sh- a bottle of champagne in my vicinity, I act like they're holding a loaded weapon. I'm like, I, I am ducking. I'm getting behind. Because that, yes, that thing will take your eye out at minimum. And I could see where if it hit you in the wrong spot, it would kill you. So, Bubba, are you, wi- are you, are you buying this? Champagne corks as dangerous as sharks. I think I could see that. I think, I think okay. that one is fair. Okay. Next. Struck by lightning. Do you ever go outside? You are much likely to die by getting struck by lightning than you are to be eaten by a shark. Okay, so you're, uh, that one I do buy. More okay. people, you're saying, die by being struck by lightning. I play a lot of golf, mm-hmm. as you know. They have the, the lightning sirens. I've never, I don't think there was a golf course left in the world that doesn't have them. If they're within a certain vicinity, if they detect the electricity in the air, that one I buy. I buy lightning being more dangerous than sharks. I got one more. Yeah. 150 people a year, Greeny, die from coconuts falling on their heads. <laughs> 150 people. Have you ever walked under a coconut tree? No, no, no. There's no way. There is no way that 150, 150? people... 150? people die a year by having coconuts fall on their heads? Uh, that's correct. There's or, no way. <laughs> Where are you getting these statistics? Oh, I have, I have, good, I have good resources. To, and I, 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 can, I can prove each and every one of these. I could have really swore yesterday the shark attack number was two, and now it's at five. I think something fishy is going on. We're talking no about numbers that small. Sometimes it can ebb and flow from year to year. Come on. We're talk- that, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. It's so incredibly rare, Greeny. You're 50 times likelier to die by a coconut falling on your head than you are to get eaten by a shark. Now, now, stand by. Stand by. Why is a coconut falling on my head? I mean, I just don't understand. That, 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 <laughs> I mean, so you, where, where do they grow coconuts? Where, Hawaii? Where, uh, Hawaii. Is that where they have coconuts? Uh, Moana? I, I want to say that Hawaii has pineapples. Do they also have coconuts? Stand by. Where do I see coconuts? We're, we're seeing it happen. Someone died in India of it. I feel like I've or seen Columbia, coconuts more Columbia, in the, I'm seeing it too. In the Caribbean, right? Like, is, aren't the coconuts in the Caribbean? I don't know. It doesn't make any difference. Mm. I've seen coconut trees is what I'm trying to say. So you I, vacation in places where there have been coconuts grown? Yes, all the time. And, and were you afraid to stand beneath the tree? I was not. 
But who the hell is just standing exactly. beneath a tree on a windy day waiting for a coconut to fall and land on their head? What if you're picking the coconuts? What if you want... Why the- am I picking coconuts? What am I doing <laughs> with that? Because you're on vacation in a place with coconuts. But I'm a busy person. You think I go on, Not vacation, on vacation to pick coconuts? No, but like you're on vacation. That's why you're... Like, you're busy, so you go on vacation, right. so you might want a coconut. I don't buy this for one second. I'm telling you right now, I question all of these statistics. I, I, I will buy the champagne corks and the lightning. Ugh. But falling out of bed, vending machines, and coconuts are not more dangerous than sharks. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Small business protection just got easier with more than 30 coverage options available. Progressive has you covered. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Coming up, the NBA may have lost its two biggest stars before round two, but there is still great news if you love the sport. And I will tell you exactly what that is next on ESPN Radio. Coming up on the Max Kellerman Show, there will be no repeat for LeBron and the Lakers. The Suns took them out. Check it out. The Max Kellerman Show, weekdays 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. I'm Greeny. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. My guests appear on the Goodyear Hotline. And here's a question. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six-blade razor is perfect for an extra-close, precise shave. Get one now to store near you or as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash Greeny. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Greeny. Great green list in just a moment of the great young stars in the NBA. I told you that. Yeah, they, the league has lost its two biggest stars before round two. Steph Curry didn't make it to the playoffs, and LeBron didn't get out of round one. But there is outstanding news for the NBA and for those of us who love it. And I'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's just put a ribbon on this slash. Let's just put this to bed. Nuno, yesterday we had this huge fight because Hembo was annoying. When I said that I'm afraid of sharks, Hembo said it is more dangerous to get a snack from a vending machine, statistically speaking, than it is to to swim in the ocean. And Nuno, I questioned whether that could possibly be true. You found a story. Go ahead. So this is actually from a Dan uh, Dare Ann Landers article 
1998, uh, during the break, you can tell uh, Hembo what Ann Landers, who she was and why people would write to her. So someone shared an AP story about deaths by vending machines. So a man whose son was crushed, a 27-year-old son was crushed because he was rocking, rocking the machine and fell, fell over him and pinned against him and crushed his chest. So this man was suing. So this was a story in the AP. There was another story in the AP about a 10-year-old boy who, you know, him and okay, his Okay, hold friend, on, hold on, hold it's on. It's legit. Hold on. It's legit. Okay. I'm sorry I asked because if we have the crushing of the chest and the <laughs> yep. 10-year-old boy has just taken all the fun out of what was otherwise a funny topic. But I don't like... I, I, so, so what you're telling me is more people die being crushed by vending machines than getting eaten by sharks. That's exactly right. That may be true. It does not, however, follow, in my opinion, that it is more dangerous to get a snack from the vending machine than it is to swim in the ocean. I refuse to acknowledge those two things. You're just denying the math. I think that far more people get snacks every single day out of the vending machine than swim in the ocean. No way. How many people swim in the ocean every single day? 40, 50 tops? I mean, how many people swim in the ocean? A billion people will swim in the ocean this year in the world. There's no... A billion people. How many people will get a snack out of a vending machine? Much less than a billion. Oh, I disagree. Are you kidding me? A vending machine is a very delightful thing. <laughs> You're telling me you think more people swear. I can't even argue on my own point. It's of the earth, of course. All right, fair enough. And so we got, okay, you can get hit in the head with a coconut also. I get it very one dangerous. way or another. I'm just saying this. I'm very happy with my decision. I'm not swimming in the ocean. Another part of the reason is if they paved the beach... I'd be much more inclined. I don't care for sand. Sand? Not a big fan of sand. Sand gets on you. It's on your feet. It's on your toes. It gets in your nails. It gets all over you. Now it's on your feet. Now you got to, when you leave the beach, you got to stop at that little horrible, like, faux shower thing (laughs) where you just kind of push it and you get like three seconds worth of cold water on your feet, and, and you're standing there in other people's foot sand, and the whole thing is so unsanitary and disgusting that it kind of ruins the entirety of the experience, and dreading that is ruining the time I'm having on the beach in the first place. The worst place to get it is like the inside of the, the lining, like the lining in the swimsuit. I can solve that problem for you right now. Mm-hmm. Don't swim in the ocean. <laughs> that will never happen to you in a pool. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. All right, so usually the Green List is I will do the top five this, that, or the other as selected exclusively by me. But today I'm not doing that. Today I'm just putting together a list as chosen by me, the world's foremost authority on all matters, to make myself feel better. Because I love basketball. It's been my favorite game all of my life. The way we view sports and the way we view games are two entirely different things. The sport of football is one thing. The game of basketball is my favorite game. I get, maybe it's been displaced now by golf, but of the major sports that we've traditionally talked about, if you said I could either watch the best football game ever played, the best basketball game ever played, the best baseball game ever played, you, Hembo, would choose the baseball game. Oh, yeah. I know that. I would choose the basketball game. I love the game of basketball. The sport has a variety of issues, many of which make me angry. But I'm going to revel in the following. This list of players and what they have in common is that none of them is 25 years old. None of them. In no particular order. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, 
All three of those guys are 24 years old. Jason Tatum is 23. Luka Doncic and Trey Young are 22. John Morant is 21. Zion Williamson is 20. That is a list of outstanding, exciting players every one of whom you could ultimately build a championship team around, players that we have every reason to believe will be competing for championships deep into the future, none of whom is 25 years old. So if you're looking for something to cheer you up today, if you're Adam Silver and you're feeling a little blue that, you know, people are going to be complaining about this, that, or the other, look at the young stars. The question is, what is the best way for these young stars to take over the league? Can Devin Booker do it in Phoenix? Can Trey Young do it in Atlanta? Can Donovan Mitchell do it in Salt Lake City? Can Zion do it in New Orleans? Can Ja do it in Memphis? Can Luka do it in Dallas? Is the league better for those guys staying where they are, or do we want them all to wind up flocking to New York and Chicago and L.A.? It's an interesting question. I get it. The largest percentage of people within the sound of my voice right now are in New York, Chicago, and L.A. So you're thinking, hell yes, I'll take any and all of those guys. I get it. But for the game, isn't it better that they're all kind of spread out? Like put one of them in each of these places. Break up all the others. Look at these young stars. That would be the best thing for the sport. And so what you brought up earlier, which I think is a really good one, and we'll just sort of make that greenies green list for today, it's just that look at these dynamic young players, again, none of whom is, none of these names are 25 years old. Booker, Luca, Trey, Ja, Zion, Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, most of them you already know by one name. Would we be better off if they eliminated, you brought it up earlier, it was a Stan Van Gundy, was the first person I heard it, eliminate the max salary. Keep the salary cap, eliminate the max salary, let every team pay whatever they wanted. Someone will pay Donovan Mitchell $50 million to stay where he is. He'll earn it. He deserves it. He's that big a star. And they won't all flock to the same team. Well, when the big three in the Miami got together, for example, we all remember they took a little bit less. Right. We're talking about $20, $30, $40 million a year less. And I don't think players would be willing to do that. Right. If you're going to max their salaries, if you're going to say you can't make any more than this no matter where you go, they're going to say, well, we might as well just go all play together and win. Because we can't make any more money doing it otherwise. Well, this way you could. Let's see where it winds up. We'll do who you got next. I'm Greeny on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. Our weekly rewind is brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Bubba, what yeah. happened to our weekly rewind? I forgot about the rewind. I got it right here for you, though. Let me just fire that off. Go ahead. Previously on Greeny. I don't know. What? What? I mean, am I a bar- Am I a base? Are you a base? Are you a baritone or you a tenor? I'm certainly glad we went to all that length to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that, was our best, that was our best cut the whole Bubba, week. Bubba, I can't decide which was a lesser effort from you. A, forgetting about the weekly rewind, or B, the effort you put into the weekly rewind. It's a toss-up. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm sitting here waiting as the music is playing. Got a little drum beat going, and I'm waiting because the weekly rewind is supposed to play. Right. And I, at some point, I realized, well, it's never happening. I better just start talking. <laughs> and then that's what we got. And then, and that's what we got was was Hembo doing these ridiculous voices. So anyway, that's Bubba. Who will fun be, week? Fun week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he will be doing who you got in a couple of minutes uh, against our better judgment. It's Greedy coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. You know, and I opened it today by talking about LeBron James, and that obviously is the overwhelming story in the sports world because he is one of those rarest of the rare athletes that it becomes impossible for him to do anything of consequence without taking the time to consider the impact that it has on his legacy. If you really think about it, it's a compliment. There's only one greater one today, and that's Tom Brady. And Brady is beyond that and playing exclusively with house money when it comes to legacy at this point, which is to say, I think it's pretty safe to say the words aloud. There's nothing Tom Brady could possibly do at this point that is changing his place in the all-time history of the game. He's number one, and there's nothing that's changing that. You know, LeBron, in some people's mind, is playing for number one. In in other people's mind, he's already there. In some people's mind, he still has a ways to go to get even to number two. Is he on the Mount Rushmore? Is he this or is he that? He's in that place. And so I suppose it really does become a matter of comparing him to ghosts. So today, predictably, you were seeing and reading and hearing people saying, Michael never did this, and Kobe never did that, and Magic never needed this, and Kareem was still doing that. So where do we wake up today? After LeBron and the Lakers are unceremoniously bounced around one last night. With two central questions, I say. The first is, what does this stunning and thorough defeat, not by the big three nets, not by a team anyone thinks is about to become historically great, just by a run-of-the-mill good Suns team, what does it mean to LeBron's legacy? And the second question is, is it over? Not literally, of course. LeBron isn't going to retire. But have we seen the last of him on the biggest stage? Because as I said the other day, we often don't know when it is the last time. Have we already seen the last time? You know, I made this point in a book years ago when my kids were little 
They loved this band, The Wiggles. We talked about it the other day. They loved this band, The Wiggles. And anywhere we went, anytime we traveled anywhere, they would always bring DVDs of The Wiggles. This was before Apple made it so easy to travel, comparatively speaking, as a parent. We always had little portable DVD players to take on airplanes, and they would bring Wiggles DVDs. And there was a day that we were packing for a trip, and each of the kids gets to pick two DVDs or something they can watch on the flights, and neither of them picked The Wiggles. And I remember being struck by that, that this meant a stage in my life had just ended. And what upset me the most about it was that no one forewarned me. When we were watching The Wiggles for the last time as a family, I wish I had known that it had been the last time. Because I would have savored it more. Well, juxtapose that with this. When we watched LeBron James on the biggest of stages, did we miss the fact that it was the last time? The answer to that question is both yes and no. I believe it's yes and no. It's a little bit of yes, because I think the day and and age of LeBron James, game six LeBron, as we like to call him, LeBron just taking a team, putting on his shoulders, and carrying them to a title, I think those days are over. And I don't think that that's a criticism. He's finally going to start losing the one game no athlete has ever won, and that is the battle against Father Time. So there's that. But do I think it is over for LeBron? I don't. I think he's going to need help. And I think he is a guy who's going to want to. He recruited Anthony Davis to become 1A to his 1B. And Anthony Davis is good enough to be that. Unfortunately, he's just not healthy enough. And I'm not convinced he's ever going to be. So I think the question becomes, can LeBron, and I suppose by extension the Lakers, Figure out a way to get another player, whether that's Damian Lillard, which I think we all agree is unlikely, or anybody else who can come in and help carry that. Could LeBron, AD, and someone become another big three? And can they find a way to nurse an aging LeBron and an injury-prone Anthony Davis to a healthy playoff run? If they do that, then hell yes, they could still win another title. Absolutely. But doing that isn't going to be so easy. It's no longer, and I think never going to be again, a simple question of, well, we've got LeBron, so we can make that run. I think he is now in that place where he's going to need help. And again, that is not a criticism. All the great ones eventually get there. Major League Baseball is here on ESPN Radio. We have two games on air this weekend. we got Astros, Blue Jays at 3 o'clock Eastern tomorrow. Then Sunday night baseball is Red Sox, Yankees. It's on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. And this baseball weekend preview is brought to you by Credit Karma. Visit creditkarma.com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Credit Karma Money Progress starts here. Okay, next. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? All right, so Bubba gets two features this morning. Let's hope this one goes a lot better than the first one. Weekly Rewind was just an unabashed disaster. (laughs) Let's see how Bubba does with Who You Got. Hello again, Bubba. Oh, yeah. I'm a little little more prepared for this one, I think. (laughs) Okay. I got some questions on the paper. I hope so. Do we have a sponsor for this one? Sure do, because Who You Got, and it's brought to you by Granger. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. We'll start and do some NBA, because the Mavs, they lead the Clippers 3-2. They play tonight on ESPN radio possibly again on sunday can Kawhi lead his team back to take this series or what who you got come monday that's such a good one with my heart 
and not my head. I picked the Mavericks in six before the series began. So I'd love to be right about that. And you know I'm rooting for the Mavs like crazy, A, because I love Luka, and B, because the Clippers are a tanking and, and, and load-managing collection that I just can't stand. But if you ask me my honest pick right now, if I had to bet an amount of money that mattered to me, I would bet that on Monday the Clippers will have come back and won Game 7. They will have come back, and Sunday will be the first time a home team wins a game in the series, and the Clippers will win in 7. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Anyone disagree? Do you disagree? Yeah, absolutely I disagree. Who do you think the Mavericks ended tonight? Yeah, I, I think the Mavericks will win tonight. If not tonight, definitely in Game 7. But I would be the Clippers had to win... Last time, just to make it a three to two series, they're not winning three games in a row against the Mavericks. There's, you're not doing that against Luka Doncic. You're I don't. I, I I think mm-hmm. the, the the Clippers are going to wind up winning. That series was two two. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was two two. No road team has uh, no home team no, has won right. a game. My mistake. It was two nothing Mavs. I like the Mavs. You like the Mavs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, I I hope you're right and I'm wrong. But I think the Clippers are going to come back and win. Mm. Bubba, what's next? All right, the Bucks and the Nets, they get underway tomorrow night, also on ESPN Radio. Who you got Nets as in the four. best? No, I, no Nets in no, four. Not the question. Oh. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. Okay. Who you got as the best player in this series? Is that a serious question? Sure is. I, I, I mean, is there is there any real room for debate? I'll give you them in in, in ascending order. Please do. I, I'm going to give you them to you in ascending order. Number five is Drew Holiday. Number four is Kyrie Irving. Number three is James Harden. Number two is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number one is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the answer to that question until he stops being the answer to that question. Kevin Durant, I think, because of the injury, because of how careful they have been in his return, which I will not quarrel with, because we really have barely seen Kevin Durant now in, what, two and a half years? Well, no. When did he get hurt? He got hurt during that playoff run, early in the playoff run, his last year in Golden State. Then he came back, Mm -hmm. right? We all said prematurely, and he tore the Achilles. Right. But he had been hurt well before that. We really haven't, let's call it two years. We haven't seen Kevin Durant at his best in two years. Let us not allow ourselves to forget that Kevin Durant is the greatest scorer that the NBA has ever had. He's the best pure scorer that has ever lived. And behind LeBron has been the best player in the NBA for a decade. Now, I don't know where we're going with all these young guys and all the rest of that. But the answer to that question is Kevin Durant. The best player in that series is Kevin Durant. Do you disagree? No, it's very hard to dispute that. Nuno, do you disagree? No, I think it's Giannis. Wow. You think it's Giannis? I think he's on another level, and I think he will show that he's the best uh, player in this uh, series. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but I think he mm. will be the best player okay. in the series. I respect the answer. I disagree with it, but I respect the answer. It's Greeny, it's Bubba, it's Hembo, it's oh. Nuno, and company as we go through who you got. Bubba, what's next? And that was a Nets and four, you were saying? Nets and four. Just to be clear. My pick is going to be Nets and four the whole time. Right. I, 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 I mean, they already lost a game to Boston, and I still am picking them in four in that series. Right. The Nets have ruined basketball, and they're going to go four, 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 Moses Malone, all of that. Go ahead. All right. Hawks, 76. They begin Sunday on ABC. The Sixers are the top seed, but who knows what's going on with Joel Embiid. Can Atlanta pull off the upset here? Who you got in the series? Am I crazy if I think Atlanta might win? Do you know, and Hembo's the one who gave me the stat, so I know you know, 
March 1st was the day that the Hawks made their coaching change. They fired Lloyd Pierce and they hired uh, Nate McMillan to be their coach. And from that day till this, they and the Sixers have the exact same record. The exact same record. The Hawks looked so good against the Knicks. So good. I know the Knicks are not a great team. But Embiid, do you trust him? Do you trust Simmons in a big spot? I shoot foul shots better than he does. That could matter if these games are close. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do it. I'm going out on a limb. Darn it. (laughs) I am picking the Atlanta Hawks to win that series in six. So let it be written. So let it be done. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Going big on predictions here today, Bubba. I like it. What's next? Jay Billis said, following Coach K is the toughest act in sports. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Who you got is I the toughest that. act in sports? I, I like that. The toughest act to follow. That really is a really good question. I agree that. I agree. I, I think the only comparison you could make would be Belichick, right? I mean, what could what else? I don't think it's the same in San Antonio because it's been so long since they were winning. Yeah. At their biggest, I know Duke hasn't won the title in a couple of years, but they were right there with Zion and Barrett and those guys just two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, and he's still got one more year. He's got the recruiting class coming in. He's going to have a whole group of players. They're going to win a whole lot of games this year. And when you consider what he has meant to the school, what he has meant to the program and everything else, and the the the, the completely scandal-free nature by which he's done it in a sport rife with scandal... I think that's probably the right answer. Am I forgetting anyone? I mean, Saban, this will be his 15th year at Bama. I mean, Coach K was there oh, that's a good 40 one. years, but that, I mean, that's the closest comp I have in college football. And, and I think the lunacy of the, of, the, of the, and I mean that in a good way, yeah, of, of the fan base. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. Saban is a good one. Mm-hmm. Which is a tougher act to follow, Nick Saban at Alabama or Mike Krzyzewski at Duke? Boy, that's actually a really good question. I think Saban has set a standard that's impossible to match. They win every year. Impossible. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is Saban. You know what? I'm going to say Saban. I'm changing my answer. That's good. He's, he's produced like twice as many first-round picks as games he's lost at Alabama. Yeah. I think that's a good answer. I'm, going to, I'm changing my answer on the fly. That is correct. The answer to the toughest act to follow in sports is Nick Saban at Alabama. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, what's next? All right. 44 years ago yesterday, Bob Marley and the Whalers released Exodus. Who you got as your favorite Marley song? Oh, Bob Marley is my answer to the question. If you could go back in time and see any musical act at any point in concert, that's who I would choose. I mean, I, I guess I'd, I'd give anything to see the Beatles when they were young for, for you know, the, the, the reasons of history. But as far as the concert, I think I would enjoy the most. I think seeing Bob Marley in concert would have been off the charts. How do you pick a favorite song? I mean, I, I think if I had to pick my one favorite song, it would be Three Little Birds. That's on my morning uh, wake-up playlist. So this was great advice that I got. Put a playlist together of three or four songs that make you feel good whenever you hear them and listen to it every single day when you first wake up and your brain becomes conditioned to thinking, okay, if that song, if I hear that song, I should be awake now. And, and that is one of the songs on there. For those of you who don't know, that's the song that goes, every little thing gonna be all right. What else is on your playlist? Of, uh, it's Here Comes the Sun um, and that song 
and a song called Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel oh, and the song, song yeah. the song Graceline by Peter uh, by Paul Simon. Oh, trade secret. Those are the here. four songs right. on that playlist. Um so I will go with that one. Three Little Birds. Bubba, quickly, one more. 37 years ago today, Bruce Springsteen released Born in the USA. Who you got as your favorite song from The Boss? Boy, that's a tough one. I, I am not as big a fan of Springsteen as a lot of other people are. I enjoy him. I'm a fan of Bruce Springsteen, but there are people who, you know, behave as though he's like a religious figure. He's not <laughs> one of my, he's not someone that I love on that level. I mean, I loved that album. I, that, I remember that album vividly. My favorite song from that album is Dancing in the Dark. Um, so in the interest of time, because the show is over in 20 seconds and Bubba has a sponsorship, I will say that. But given more time to think about it, I might have come up with a better answer. Bubba, let's finish. All right. Who you got? Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, clickranger.com, or just stop by. All right. That's a job well done. I know why Weekend Review was such a disaster today, because Bubba was putting a lot of time, energy, and effort into putting who you got together. That was well done. All right, everybody, it's going to be a huge weekend in sports. Enjoy it all. I'll see you Monday, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can check out Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Also, don't miss Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 Eastern on ESPN. This is Greeny, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.